Daily Buzz. I'm your host today, Brian Mathley. Starting things off, Utah's Lieutenant Governor Deirdre Henderson flew to the Navajo Reservation this week to ask the nation for its help to bring running water to nearly 30 homes in San Juan County. This small town of Westwater is a Diné community outside Blanding in Southeast Utah. The community is also without electricity, but will be connected to the grid next month. Check out Southern Utah reporter Alistair Lee Bixoy's story on sltrib.com to learn more about how community, tribal, and state leaders have come together to work on these projects. Next, sports editor Aaron Falk talks with reporter Julie Jag about a case of stolen powder at Eagle Point Ski Resort. I'm sports editor Aaron Falk here with Tribune reporter Julie Jag. Uh, Julie, first of all, where is Eagle Point? So it is down um, by Beaver. It's probably about a three and a half, four hour drive south from Salt Lake City. Um, kind of in the Bryan Head is another resort that's down in that area that's a little bit bigger. But it's, yeah, one of the smaller resorts in the state. And I guess the other important thing to know for this story is what is Powder Friday? Okay. So Powder Friday is during weekdays. They close down um, the resort and they don't open it. Uh, so if it happens to snow anytime from Monday evening or Monday through Thursday, then that snow just kind of sits there and it settles in. And um, so if you didn't get a chance to ski the powder, like the what we're having right now, where it's skiing, you know, it's snowing during a weekday and I can't get up there to go ski it. So I could probably uh, drive down to Eagle Point and, and get some some good powder probably this weekend. And so what was, uh, what was special about Powder Friday, uh, February 25th, or, or what was supposed to be special about it? Well, I was going to say, so the, the thing that was special, going to be special about it, that um, the resorts, you know, really started to hype up its Powder Fridays once it realized that that's something that people came for. Um, and this one had everything going for it, basically. It was, they got about two feet, they estimate, of powder between Monday night and um, Thursday. And then it was also just going to be this beautiful bluebird day. So you had kind of the best of everything. You had untouched powder plus a beautiful day where it's not, you know, freezing cold and gray and ugly. So it was going to be a good day up there uh, until these six people came and decided to ski it. And I'm sure it still was, but. That's what we're getting at. Tell us, tell us about these six people, uh, these, I guess, would be powder poachers. Yeah, powder poachers. Uh, so they skinned up, which means that, you know, they put the um, the skins on the bottom of their skis and uh, basically hiked more or less up uh, to the top of the Western Ridge, which is where all the black um, black diamond runs are and kind of the premier runs, I guess I'd say for Eagle Point. And then they proceeded to ski down three of the eight uh, black runs, the kind of, like I said, what they call their premier runs. Uh, and then they did it again. And then probably at least one more time, it sounded like. And then they went back to their condo and that's when things went wrong. <laughs> well, what went wrong after that? Well, so uh, the apparently the Eagle Point people, the those runs are hidden from view from the lodge where they were starting to get ready for Powder Friday on Thursday. And when they looked up uh, sometime around midday Thursday and saw that there were all these tracks on their slopes, they were none too happy. So they called in the uh, Beaver County Sheriff who went uh, over to the condo where these people had gathered. Um, 
and the that sheriff went in and did uh, an investigation and and asked them about the situation um, about whether they were the ones that went down and and uh, left the tracks on this on these slopes. The real and the real issue here is, I mean, uh, above and beyond, um, you know, this this police investigation that has uh, apparently started. Um, like everyone in the year, you know, twenty twenty two, the resort posted about it, and uh, there was there was a, obviously some some reaction. Um, talk talk us through what happened um, online and in just sort of this this uh, back and forth that that's taken place ever since this happened. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, these days you don't get a lot of the resorts, you know, say that they're coming with passion, but usually it's kind of this rah, rah, we have a new lift or we, you know, have something fun to do. And you don't usually get a lot of passion from them, I would say. And this was definitely a passionate post that uh, Eagle Point put up on its Facebook and Instagram pages on that Friday um, speaking to their communications person, Scott Curry, he said that they basically just wanted to tell their guests why, when they showed up to enjoy the fresh powder, why it had already been tracked out. Um, and they were, yeah, they were, they were pretty, pretty inflamed. And, uh, even after a day of thinking about it, I think they still posted, you know, that they were going to come after these people with everything that they had. And, uh, with all, as I think they said, with all the passion of their guests, um, and, you know, seek, seek some kind of compensation or some, something from them for, for tracking up the powder. And, um, you know, as, as they threaten, uh, criminal charges, even, you know, what, what was the pushback from, you know, readers and, and guests and just, just the general internet snowboarding community? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it really, I think, I don't think well, definitely in talking to them, Eagle Point didn't expect it to get um, as big as it did. This thing just kind of blew up and it it really just kind of hit all the buttons, right? I mean, we have uh, uphill skiing, the the skinning up um, at resorts is becoming much more popular, I've written about that um, as people are doing it more for exercise and just uh, for the fun of it. So that's happened. So it brought those people out who are worried that um, you know, that Eagle Point would take away, it, it allows some of that um, when it's open. And so they were afraid that they were going to take away that. There were the people who thought that it was petty to post this and say, hey, we're coming after you. They were kind of like, well, you know, these people earned their chance to ski on this. They hiked all the way up the hill and up the mountain. And so they should get to do it. And then on the other side of that, you had people saying, well, no, like this is it is private, um, privately owned property. And they said, you can't just, you know, go out there and do whatever you want. Um, you know, you can't go swim in someone else's swimming pool. You kind of did the whole private land versus public land use um, debate came out in, in force. And after all this, where, where do things stand um, in terms of both uh, the resort's point of view and, and you know, um, directive going forward and, and the uh, police investigation. Uh, and Eagle Point said they're standing by their statement. They said, you know, we don't care how much blowback we've gotten. They think a lot of it came from just like a Facebook algorithm hitting people that, um, you know, drawing the attention of people who probably don't know where Eagle Point is or who don't ever ski or don't really have any interest in whether it was 
you know, powder poachers, just more interest in whether it's public land versus private land. Um, but they're standing behind it. They said, you know, they've gotten emails from their customers saying they support them. And I just checked their Facebook page and it's still pinned at the top. So they're not, they're not shying away. They say, you know, we're fine if people, um, if this upsets people that we are calling out these people for these skiers for um, spoiling other skiers day, because we think that they should be able to to be able to come to the resort and have the pristine powder that we've built up and that no one should be able to just go up there for free and, and take it. And no criminal charges have been filed at this point, correct? Exactly. Yep. No criminal charges have been filed. Um, it's unclear whether it's even been sent to the um, attorneys yet. And this week, we passed a grim and heartbreaking milestone with health officials confirming Thursday that more than 4,500 people have died in Utah of COVID-19 during the pandemic. Fortunately, the pandemic is easing. Health officials say it's now been five days in a row with less than 200 new daily cases in Utah. And make sure to set your clocks forward an hour Saturday night before going to bed as daylight savings will rob an hour on Sunday morning. That's it for today. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to The Daily Buzz and let your friends know about our podcast. Thanks to the Salt Lake Tribune's Joel Cardenas for editing The Daily Buzz today. And much love to the Salt Lake City band, The Pelicans, for our music. Thanks for listening. We'll catch up with you next week.